Welcome to Politics and Psychology. I'm Dr. Renee Carr, and please introduce yourself in the chat or on social media. Today, we're talking about Gabrielle Union and the poverty mindset. And if this would not be a one-sided or a one-time conversation, please also leave your thoughts or questions in the comment section below. Now, actress and entrepreneur Gabrielle Union has a poverty mindset. You might have seen some of the videos from her recent interview, and we're going to show that shortly. In a recent interview with Bloomberg, she revealed that she is constantly anxious about not having enough money. And if you see her on TV, products in Target and other grocery stores and home goods and a baby line and just all over the place as far as her business projects as well as her film. But she still, despite having the accumulation and the accolades or fame, she still is worried about not having enough. So let's listen in to that interview. At what point did you develop that first sense of security and that the work is coming and I just, as long as I keep knocking it out, there's going to be more and there isn't this sort of sense of the rug is going, could, could still be pulled out? Uh, I struggle with that still just because I, I think I just have more responsibilities, you know, for my money. So... I get nervous, like, oh God, that, that movie didn't open, you know, well, what does that mean? Do I, am I, do I, do, am I going to have enough to, to, to hold everybody up? And, and, and everyone's like, it's coming, like, calm down. And I'm trying to find peace in the journey, not using my anxiety and scarcity mindset to be my engine, which is hard. It's weird to say I'm head of household because in this household, we split everything 50-50. But in the other households that each of us have to support, it puts this, there's always this like gorilla on your back that is like, you better work, bitch. You better work. You, bitch, you better work. You know, you, you gonna sleep in? Mm. You know, somebody might not eat. You know, come on, you gotta work. And it's hard. It's hard to let that go. So I'm working on that. This is an excellent example of having a poverty mindset. So before we begin, though, let's differentiate and define poverty versus being poor. When you're poor, it's a condition. It could be a short-term or a long-term condition, but that condition is an external situation that's limiting your access to or your ability to accumulate financial wealth. So you may not be able to get a job. You may have lost everything in the stock market. Your business is going under. So it's based off of not having enough opportunities that will give you access to create consistent income or to accumulate consistent wealth. These are all external. In contrast, poverty is an internal variable, meaning that no matter how much you have on the outside, how much wealth, mansion, stocks, gold in the, you know, the safe, you're still thinking about in the inside, I don't think that I'm going to have enough. And I'm very much afraid that I'm never going to have enough or ever get into a situation where I am going to have enough. And this is where we see Gabrielle. She acknowledges having a lot of wealth, opportunities, and movies and contracts, but despite having all of this worldly success, she still internally feels as if, I don't know if I'm even going to have food. 
And she has to constantly struggle to remind herself and have others encourage her to remember that you are going to have enough and you are going to be okay. But when you have a poverty mindset, no matter what anyone else tells you, again, this is external information, it's going to be very hard to change internally your own thoughts and your own beliefs. When you look at the psychology of poverty, the poverty mindset, you have thoughts that lead to your behaviors and then your behaviors lead to your emotions. So the poverty mindset thinking is that one, I'm never going to have enough and I may never have enough. And so I'm always going to live in anxiety or fear of not having enough. With those thought patterns, I will then engage in behaviors to help me survive not having enough or to help me avoid being in a state of extreme poverty financially and physically and also avoiding being poor at all costs. I will then choose relationships or careers or jobs only because of the paycheck potential that I see. So if you are choosing situations and relationships only because of the financial benefit and that financial benefit is rooted in, I'm afraid that I'm never going to have enough or I'm afraid of not having enough to financially sustain myself, then that's an example of the mindset thinking leading to your behaviors. And then that will then lead to your emotions. Emotions meaning the anxiety that comes from it. I'm anxious. I may have a panic attack. I may have diarrhea, upset stomach, skin breaking out because I'm feeling so much anxiety or so much fear because I don't think I'm going to have enough. And no matter what anyone tells me, no matter how much paychecks are coming in from royalties like Gabrielle, no matter how many businesses I get started, no matter how much I may have for commas in my bank account, I am still afraid that this is not going to last. And so therefore you have the poverty mindset coupled with the poverty behaviors. So one thing that you can think about for yourself is, am I having a vision that's only present focused? Meaning I only can see what I have presently for my financial needs and I cannot think about tomorrow or I cannot think about next year because I'm so afraid or so concerned that I'm going to lose what I have right now. And if I have that fear of looking to the future, is it because I doubt my ability to have financial security? You can also ask yourself, do I choose opportunities or relationships only because I believe they can connect me to financial resources so that that can help me feel more secure at night? Even if I have to choose people or situations that I don't like, that I feel sick in mentally, or that I feel disgusted with myself for, but I do it because I feel like I don't have any other choice. Also ask yourself, have I chosen a career path that it's not part of my purpose or not part of my happiness, but it satisfies my paycheck needs and I'll just try to get my happiness needs met elsewhere? That's another clue that you may be experiencing a poverty mindset. So in order for us to overcome a poverty mindset, you have to recognize that it's a mindset and that not every thought that you believe is real. And if every thought that you believe is not real, it means that you can change them to be more reality focused. So let's look at the reality. What do you have in your wealth? 
whether it's one comma or three commas in your bank account, whether it's you're just a ten a ten it was a tenionaire instead of a millionaire, you just have tens in your account. It doesn't matter the actual dollar amount. Focus on do I have enough for today and how can I maintain or achieve peace with having enough for today and then letting it go. Do a check-in with yourself and say, am I feeling anxious when I see a bank alert pop up? Am I afraid to open up my bank account? Am I afraid to log into my online checking because I don't know what I'm going to see? Take away the fear by saying before you open it, I have enough. I'm going to be okay. So if you can replace the thoughts of fear with, I don't think I'm going to have enough to the reality-based fear of, I have enough for today and I'm thankful for that for today, then that will help you have longer periods of being able to be okay and to be peaceful with what you have. Another opportunity is to surround yourself with other individuals who are also abundant mindset or wealth mindset, meaning not we're all just going after a whole bunch of money, but we're all at peace with what we have and we believe that more will come to us. So when you have external variables encouraging you to see the positive and to be at rest combined with you making deliberate decisions to not focus on money being your only reason for living and to be your only source of peace, then you let go of all the power that money is having over you. You take back that, you gain your freedom, you claim your freedom, and you say, I'm not going to be controlled by money. We had a great example of the pandemic. Now we're having the great exit or the great termination with employees leaving workplaces because they realized, you know what? I don't have all the income that I had before that I was stuck with for a paycheck that I really enjoyed the comforts of it, but then I didn't have any time to really enjoy it at home. I didn't have time to do my exercises, be with family, try new recipes, or to travel. That was, of course, when travel restrictions were lifted. But we saw that by being home and not having to be in the rat race and not having to be stuck in traffic, not having to be with jobs, coworkers, employers, or your employees who you may hate or dislike, then you're able to get a clearer, more long-term perspective on what makes you happy. So if you can take time for yourself, like we did with the pandemic and say, okay, well, you know what? I have less money, but I have more happiness and I'm going to make happiness and fulfillment and healthiness my priority and let that be the overriding factor, not dollars on a paycheck. So I hope this episode encourages and educates you on how to live a life that's full of happiness, fulfillment, and health without making your only ability to have those is when you have money. Life is much more than money, but when you give money all of your power on all of your happiness, you'll quickly see that you'll never have enough, as in the case of Gabrielle, to make you feel securely happy. So choose other ways to have money as a resource to work for you rather than letting money control you. So that ends our conversation for today. And please remember to continue this conversation, but doing so using science and love. Walk the path of
if you run.